Good morning. This is the Eager Beaver Show. You are listening to a True North Eager Beaver Media Incorporated podcast. The True North Eager Beaver podcasts are proudly brought to you by our founding sponsors. The Misfee Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing, your source for science fiction, fantasy, and cozy mysteries featuring a broad diversity of characters. CanadianTarot.com, your uniquely Canadian online eclectic tarot community, and The Peppermaster. Hot pepper sauces made from farm-fresh ingredients to thrill your taste buds and expand your mind. Good morning and hello, kids. Just going to raise that up right there. Welcome to That's season better. three and episode number 38 <laughs> of the Daily Beaver Morning Show. Yes, I just said that. 308 of the Daily Beaver Morning Show here on the Cryo Media Network. Yay! Today, recording day is Thursday, February 1st, 2024. We got through January, kids. What January was. <laughs> I'm your host, the Eager Beaver. Pronouns he, him. Hey, Mr. Beaver. Eh? Let me repeat that because it's particularly important today. Pronouns he, him. Hey, Mr. Beaver. Eh? And with me, as always, is my good friend, Mr. Grizzly. That was for you, Danielle Smith. Uh, we have a nibble for you today, but before we do anything else, let's ask Mr. Grizzly, how's your mental health doing today, sir? Sir, I think it's uh, pretty darn good, actually. I slept, like I slept seven hours last night, which is out of the ordinary for me. Normally, I'm a six hours a night, and that's all I need any more than that. And I wake up tired, right? So yeah, I'm just having problems getting things adjusted here this morning. You think with, I log on here at 6am and start getting stuff adjusted and I still, I'm still making final adjustments as we start the show. But mental health is good. Mental health is good. So yeah, and lots of sleep, feeling good. I bought coffee. Yay. I think we have a bit of a delay this morning. All right, Kiss and Cubs, I'm going to be completely honest with you. My mental health is good, but the same flame and simmering, seething, bubbling under sort of rage and anger I have been experiencing the last two days. Somebody lit a match against under it again yesterday, but I can't do three days in a row. It's not good for my mental health. So 
even though the big news is that uh, that seven minute and something video that uh, premier of Alberta, old Danieller put out pretending that she loves and cares for trans kids. I can't do that today. No, I know people are expecting me to do that and I would really like to, but I can't. So I'm going to do something different today. I can. However, I will address it because when that came out, someone we've been trying to get on the show for a long time, um, but I don't know if they saw our messages or just because they're so busy and so many people write them and they're in such high demand that, you know, just because I send a message on Twitter doesn't mean that somebody happens to be there and see it at the time. They saw it yesterday mm -hmm. and they've agreed to come on our show. Okay. So I'm going to serve, save what it is I have to serve until they're here. Okay. And that person is Faye Johnstone. Oh, fantastic. And when will we have her? We need to negotiate a date yet. I'm sure it'll be soon, but basically the thing came out. She tweeted a couple of things and I just basically said, Faye, our platform's there. If you need it, just say the word. She followed us and basically said, send me an email and I'll organize it with my uh, executive assistant. Okay. And for those who don't know, Faye is probably Canada's most recognized now transgender activist when Hershey did their bars, their chocolate bars with the rappers, with the most uh, honoring famous women, they actually included transgender women. Yes. Faye Johnstone. She was the only Canadian included. Unfortunately, it was the cookies and creams bar, so I couldn't buy it and eat it. Oh, you could buy it. Support. It frame it. I, I could have done that. Yes. But uh, yes, she has agreed. I'm hoping I'm using the proper pronoun because I hadn't actually asked her. I'm hoping she has agreed. No, I, said, yeah, I don't know. Is, uh, it could be they. These so, are they. I don't know. I'm going and, to. And Faye, if, if you're watching, we don't mean any disrespect. We just don't know. We just don't know. But, but I'm going to assume she for the moment yeah. until okay. I'm told different. Okay. Yes, exactly. Her, she, H-E-R. I mean, yeah. thought that was very well stated at the time. But we have her. So I'm going to save uh, my fire okay. for that. How I do have something to show you though. Okay. In line with this from Catherine McKenna, former yes. member of parliament. You can go into politics to improve lives, or you can threaten the lives and safety of those you were elected to serve in Danielle Smith's appalling case, vulnerable trans youth, but be clear politicians who don't believe in individual rights and freedoms are coming for yours too. Yes. That is what we call shots fired. My friends. Yes. And she's right. She is absolutely 100% right. Absolutely 100% right. And it's something that we have said on the show many times. Transgender Canadians are fewer than 1% of the population. Mm -hmm. Transgender kids, even less. There's a lot of people that are cheering this on that they're happy because it's kids. And it's those people. But what happened? And the other thing that happened is Evan Scrimshaw made 
the comment yesterday, and it's a comment that a lot of people do not want to hear, but he is absolutely right. No, I didn't read it yet. Absolutely right. Mr. Grizzly, I will put it up there. Happy Boy, to share it. Good bit. Pull that up, please, yeah. It's really hard to see. Please read it, Mr. Grizzly. This is the best piece of political comms we've seen in years. I don't want this policy any more than the vast majority of my followers, but this is an incredibly effective version of an argument we know majority support. Let's hope the NDP has good strategy to fight this. I listened to it. All I, seven minutes of it. I haven't yet. It is frightening. No doubt. As in sent chills and shivers up and down your spine. How good she is at making pure, unadulterated evil sound just so reasonable and kind and loving. She was a professional broadcaster, so she knows how to deliver a message. The soft music, mm -hmm. images, and oh, yeah. kids being Crafted. loved, and like this, and kids feeling like they're confused and it is it well is. here's another tweet for you they can't hide it now daniel smith and ucp are an authoritarian government fed by pseudo-christian evangelicalism conspiracy theories coming after our rights and freedoms get your protest shoes ready it's time to get loud that's from un albertan kugsta kugstak at kugsta C-O-U-G-S-T-A, if you want to follow them on Twitter, or X, or Zitter, whatever you want to call it. Shitter. Hey, isn't the X pronounced Z? And this is from Sean Rouse, who had been a guest on our show and who has a transgender child. Who's a heck of a good person. He has such a wonderful voice. We want to get him back in. Maybe we can get him back in sometime next week to discuss what Daniel Smith had to say. Please read it, the second one. Just a second until I blow it up. Um, memo to Danielle Smith. My 15-year-old trans child is not confused. They are clear as a bell and understand perfectly. They've received psychological and medical counseling for four years, and they haven't changed their mind one iota. Why don't you all just leave the kids alone? So I, I can... Let me go into this for a minute, if I can. One of my colleagues has a transgender son and talked about it during Pride Week in a meeting that we held. It was like a, a town hall meeting, if you will. And I, I sit in on all of these meetings because I'm the tech guy. And she talked about her transgender son, how when her son was eight years old, would sit on the bed at night and say, Mommy, when will I be a boy? At eight. This never abated. This child knew that they were born in the wrong body at eight. Has had gender reassignment surgery. It's transitioned. Became a boy at 18, or I guess a man at 18, I should say. And has never looked back and has never been happier. And has a loving, supporting mother and father. These children aren't confused. They know who they are. That's why they have psychological counseling. Just like Mr. Rouse said. Yeah. 
I'm going to have Mr. Grizzly post the, the video to the chat where Daniel Smith does what she does. I, I'm not one to give homework except for the democracy, something that you do section, but please, if you'd like to do a little homework, invest about eight minutes in watching it and look at it in two ways, the whole message, but really look at how it is framed, how the policy is framed. And look at all the things that go into a message. Look at the tone of voice. Look at the images. Look at the music. Look at how she is lit. Look at what's well done. The expression of her voice. It is, and be aware the full time that this is a policy that seeks to oppress children take away parents' rights, especially the parents of transgender children, to make decisions that are in the best interest of the child, that this is a policy that takes an individual's most private, personal, intimate information, makes it the property of the state so that the state can force you to share that information with whomever it deems you must today. That this is a policy where the state gives itself a duty to insert itself between you and your doctor. And then think of all the other occasions where stuff like that can happen. We've mentioned it on the show. What if you're someone who is not being faithful to your spouse and you decide to go for an STI test mm -hmm. because once you dip it somewhere, you are statistically at a greater risk of bringing something home. And that when you go there, they ask you, are you in a committed relationship? And you say, yes. And you say, oh, we need to call your partner and let them know that you came here. Or what if you're pregnant? And you don't want to be. And the policy is before we do anything, you must tell the father or we've got nothing for you. Or what if it is that you are dealing with addiction? Well, your employer has a right to know that, don't they? Or a mental health issue. But this is it. It's the thin edge of the wedge. Of course it's, it is. We, it's presented as loving and caring and protecting children. But what it is, is government taking very specific information that belongs to you, private information, removing your right to privacy, saying this information that's in your secret garden now belongs to us, and we can force you to divulge it to whomever we want, whoever we command you to today. And if you need any type of assistance, medical, social for that, we have the right, we have the duty for your own protection to insert ourselves into that decision. A lot of people are not caring because it's those trans kids. That's not about us, but that is the precedent that is being set. Uh, once you set it for one, 
own questions. Who's next? So this and that's why this particular video, when you are watching it, should scare the fuck out of you. And you have for people like Keen and all those people going, oh my God, this is wonderful. It's just like, dude, no, it's not. you should be terrified. You of all people, so that the government's everywhere and trying to take, you should be terrified, young man. Terrified. First, they came for the trade unionists, right? This is the slippery slope. They go for the most vulnerable, smallest percentage of the population and attack them first because they figure who's going to fight back. Guess what? I'm woke and I'm fighting back and I'm not going to have it. You start stripping people of their human, basic human rights. It's a slippery slope to next thing you know, it'll be women can't have abortions. And you know, that's next on the, on the agenda. Then after that, it will be the end of same sex marriage. Then they will go for contraception. What's next? Tattoos, long hair, piercings. They want the fucking handmaid's tail and they're trying to get it. And if we are not woke and awake and paying attention, they will strip us of our democracy. This is what they want. I've said this, I don't know how many times, and I'll continue to say it. These are not good people. They do not have your or anyone else's interests in mind. They only want power and control. And they'll do anything to get it and keep it. And once they get there, you see what they're doing. These are not good people. They want to make Canada a religious state. Remember what Stephen Harper said? You won't recognize Canada when I'm done with it. Guess what? You've kicked the dragon's tail, Mr. Harper. We're awake. 2024 is the year of pushback. We are not sitting around and taking this. We're fighting back. I'm going to steal a line from Anonymous. We are legion. And we're not putting up with this shit. You're not robbing us of our rights. You're not destroying our democracy. You are not creating a religious state in this country. We're not going to fucking have it. So everybody, if you believe in basic human rights, if you believe in your right to make a choice about your body, get on the bandwagon, join our community, help us push back against these evangelical right-wing ideologues who want to rob us of our rights. And I got to get another cup of coffee. All right. Yeah. Could you please put this up before you do? Sure thing. And uh, get some cubs. If you happen to be in the Edmonton area where the Alberta legislature is, and uh, the person whose account, uh, not the person whose account this is, but Kit uh, Boy H uh, sent this to me the other day, and I said I would remember to mention it on the show. There is a call to action. There's a rally to protect trans kids at the Alberta legislature this Sunday from 2 to 4 p.m. Even if you do not know someone who is transgender, even if you do not know someone who is transgender, you need to go there. Because if you are in any way different, mm -hmm. race, physical, mental ability, religion, gender, sexual orientation, 
all the ways people can be different. If you are any way different than the standard norm, or what, the traditional what cultural norm. standard, the traditional cultural standard norm, the baseline that is being used in our society, if you're any way different, or if you care about anyone, you have anyone in your life that is in any way different, you need to be there because you or they are next. Mm -hmm. Simple as that. They, they want a religious ethno state. You do not have to be transgender or have someone transgender in your life. You don't even have to know someone who's transgender. If you are in any way different, you need to be there. And, and something we need to address here too, it's when they go, they have, they have members of the UCP that are of a minority. They have some sick members. They have, the, I, I, oh, yeah, they do. And you know what else was in the Nazi party? Jewish people until they used them as a cudgel after they eliminated all of their friends and family. And then they brought them under the bus too. They will use you until they don't need you. And then they will toss you aside. If you think you are, if you are a person of color, if you are a, a person who is part of the rainbow community in any way, shape or form, and you are supporting them and you think I'll be okay, they know I'm good. No, no, they will toss you under the bus in a heartbeat. The moment they see you as a threat, you're gone. We already saw this when it came to the protests last fall with um, students when they had Muslims pro uh, protesting, uh, what was it, Pride Week. They tossed the folk, they brought, the, they pushed them front and center. Young Muslim students who were protesting Pride Week, protesting the, what is it, Pierre Polyev and Daniel Smith preached the radical gender ideology. They, they pushed them out to the front to see these people are with us, they're against that too. And then a few weeks later, when there was an attack, when Hamas attacked Israel, oh, guess who got tossed right under the bus? We told you this would fucking happen. They use people. They use people. And they push the trope. Of Remember? They do. All those Muslim people that they got to show up to those protests, it was them pushing the trope of the angry, violent Muslim, which was the trope they were pushing when they tried to get all of us rainbow people, as well as everybody else, to hate them. Post-September 11th, when they proposed the barbaric practices snitch line, they thought that we were all going to get on board with that because, hey, they're angry, violent Muslims. Mm -hmm. And then that didn't work. So then they turned around and said, okay, let's take this anger and violence that we believe them to be and use it to our advantage. Let's use them to turn around the group that defied us. And then, and I'm going to outright say it, I guess, their unbridled support for Israel it's another trope that they're pushing. Of course it is. Jewish people and money. Yeah. They believe that's where their fundraising base is. They believe they can get money. They're literally treating the Jewish community like an ATM. Mm -hmm. Jewish people got money. Let's sell out 1.8 million Muslim Canadians in order to get money from about 400,000 Jewish people. If we say that we're completely in their corner and like this and all these Muslim people are bad and we decide not to practice any nuance, in a matter of international diplomacy, where you want nuance, maybe they'll give us their money. 
They are all racist tropes. Mr. Grizzly, if you would put the visual up that I sent you. Let me just, I have it blown up a little bit too much. I got to reduce it. So Talking about this interesting reframing. There's another thing that's going on right now. Because you mentioned it, bringing the groups in and saying, hey, got this guy here, Rahim Mohammed, at rmohammed underscore YYC on Twitter. He's got a picture of Sabrina Maddow, who announced that she's a CPC candidate. She writes for the National Post. Mm. And Jamel Giovanni. Mm -hmm. What does he say? Without the epithets old, male, and white at its disposal, the once lethal liberal attack machine now looks to be toothless. This man, what he's doing right now, is he's taking two, two, mm -hmm. out of 338, and using it as a marketing tool to sell the illusion of progress and wholesale cultural change within Canadian cons conservative movement, the Conservative Party of Canada. Now we saw what Jamil Giovanni can do. Yeah. But you know what Sabrina Maddow is doing? She's writing for the National Post. She has gotten her name recognition through a platform that's being subsidized partially mm. by you, me, Mr. Grizzly, all of us. Although they're about to lose their subsidization. I know, but because they're political tax credits for media and that there's political subsidy for media because media is having a hard time in the digital age. So she's taking that money and taking that platform and on a daily basis has been bashing the government that actually allows her to have a career, bashing the government that allowed her to raise her profile to such a national profile that she could be considered as a candidate. And while she is still working for the organization, she is writing pieces for that organization about her choosing to be a candidate and bashing the government that has actually elevated her so that she could be a candidate. It doesn't get any more ungrateful. These are both. And if twofer is supposed to be an ist word, racist, sexist, whatever, well, mm -hmm. she's a twofer as well, isn't she? Mm -hmm. An insider, an ideologue. And the, the thing that, look, I always tell you, I'm just a dumb construction worker, right? But I am aware of what is going on. These people like to think of themselves as intellectual and smarter and better than us. They don't even know that they're being used. They don't see it because I think in their minds, it won't happen to me because I'm one of this group. You're one of that group until they don't need you. And then they will toss you aside. And you know what? We'll pick you up. We'll dust you off. We'll say, look, we tried to warn you. We tried. We said it again and again till I was blue in the face. You didn't listen to me. Are you listening now? Pay attention. Exactly. When these people turn on you, when these people for whom you are performing, whose approval you are seeking, turn on you. And they will turn yeah. on you. 
You can take that to the bank. It's, look, history. And you come home. We will not reject you. Whenever you're ready, we will be here. Yeah, we won't reject you. And, and we won't even say we told you. We will say we did try to warn you. We tried. You didn't listen. Are you listening now? I hope you are, because your life depends on it. You think I'm joking? You think I'm not being serious? I'm deadly serious. And I, of all people, am somebody that they would love to have on their side. Cis, het, white, male, six foot, 185 pounds, physically fit, Christian. I'm exactly what they want. Except the thing is, my eyes are open. I'm wide awake. And I see what's going on. And I can read between their subtle lines. Their media spin that they put on things like Daniel Smith's seven-minute video doesn't work on me because I can see past it. So I tell you, I'm a dumb construction worker, but I can see things a little bit better than you think. You can't pull the wool over my eyes. I wear wool all the time. What do you think this is? To counter Daniel Smith, we have a uh, short video here I'm going to show you from Manitoba's esteemed premier, a gentleman who I have great admiration for because he, as we all know, he, we've talked about, he's turned his life around, much like our guest last Friday, Senator Patrick Brazeau, turned his life around. This is Wab Canoe, and have a listen to what he has to say about children. Whoops. Let's try that again. Here we go. You're wearing a very, an orange shirt. Every child matters. Do we believe that? And did you know that the country that we live in is a rich country? Did you know that even though Canada country right here our province of Manitoba, there are kids going to school hungry. Is that okay? We do something about it. <laughs> we agree. That's why we're here today to announce a universal nutrition program to help every kid in Manitoba need. You're wearing a verse. The kids know. Of course they do. Oh, by the way, I love his suit. Yes, I do. It's a great Uh, color of blue. Great shape. Now, uh, Mr. Grizzly, if you put the tweet back up, go to the tweet immediately under it. One sec. One sec. Oh, my God. Yeah. Why am I not surprised? Let me just, I'm going to have to blow this one because it's, yeah, perfect. Yeah, that's exactly what, that's exactly what they would say. Yeah. Here we go. Look at this. So we just heard that speech. We're going to help everybody. We don't want children to go hungry. And the first fucking idiot comes out of the woodwork and says this. That's their parents' job. We're not communists. Now click on the name of the profile. Dr. Aaron Rock. Husband, dad, grandpa, pastor, harvest, fellow Ezra Institute, 23rd. You could stop there. What's what's that P word again? Pastor. Fellow in Christ who does not want to help his fellow man. 
Yeah. How very Christian of you. Now, I am not particularly theist, but I was baptized Catholic and went to Catholic elementary school and for three years even went to a Catholic university. I went mm-hmm. to school. I did. I went to St. Paul University in Ottawa for three years. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I was accepted as a gay person. An out gay person, correct? Out gay person. Yeah. In that community. I did homework and assignments. Talking about rainbow issues. Actual Christians. Actual Christians. Unlike this guy, and, and, and I love this response. Have you seen this? That's their parents' job. We're not communist. Ah, yes, that well-known teaching of Jesus. Fuck you, Jack. I've got mine. Mm-hmm. Mr. Grizzly, if you would put this. I'm not particularly theist, but can I you, have can feeling you kill that, that, that... Can you kill that, that little thing in the rice? Thing. I have a feeling that this pastor is going to be in for a father mucking surprise when he gets to the pearly gates. Because as soon as he said that, it made me think of Matthew 25 to 35. Matthew 25, 35 to 40. Mr. Grizzly, if you would. For I was hungry, and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, and you invited me in. I needed clothes, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you looked after me. I was in prison, and you came to visit me. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you something to drink? When did we see you a stranger and invite you in, or needing clothes and clothe you? When did we see you sick or in prison and go to visit you? The king will will reply, truly, I tell you, whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me. And we're talking about feeding children. Now, how is it that Muse, not particularly theist, not particularly religious, happens to be able to know this book and what it says better than the damn pastor? Yeah, aren't you supposed to be a heathen as an out gay man? In a relationship, right? It's not like we haven't read the book. Yeah. Exactly. It's not like we don't know what's in it. It was, correct me if I'm wrong, and I'm going to borrow a term from them that they love to, and I say they, it's that a particular group of individuals who love to say this all the time. Quit ramming it down our throat. Wasn't it rammed down your throat from childhood? And, Correct me if I'm wrong. Yep. And uh, Christian, uh, Christian here says the same book says it's okay to keep slaves true. Yep, that's true. Yeah. That's why I'm a particular fan of the Red Letter Edition. Yes, the Red Letter Christians. What was the name of the Hinoan? minister in the u.s who developed a red letter christianity i'm not sure off the i can't remember i saw him on 60 minutes years ago and he said i'm a red letter christian and it was a new movement and red letter christians are basically anything in the bible a passage that starts with red letters is supposed to be the words of christ and Tony they're all pretty good messages and shane claiborne thank you look at this quote from hugh from hugh 1 john three seventeen. If anyone has material possessions and sees a brother or sister in need, but has no pity on them, how can the love of God be in that person? So these so-called pastors are using their right-wing ideology and their, in air quotes, Christianity to drive a message of, fuck you, Jack, I've got mine. 
Don't spend my tax dollars on hungry children. These are deplorable human beings. The pastor wants you to take that money that would feed hungry children and give it to his church. That's where that money should go. Fuck the kids. Build me a palace. No love like Christian hate. Yeah, no kidding. Not all Christians. Just want to make it clear. We're not saying everybody, because I can tell you my mind. I just said it. Went to St. Paul University. It was completely clear. Not all Christians. My mother, who was a deeply religious Catholic woman, has no use for people like that. Yep. That's, I believe, what they call sacrilege. This is actually a very good question. Do they make gluten-free wafers for church now? That's a good question, I have, actually. I, it does exist, I can tell you, but I've only seen one church, I think it was an Anglican Unitarian, the, the ones mm -hmm. that you know, will marry same-sex couples that have had it. Just, I've only seen it, because, <laughs> but I know that does exist. But yeah, I uh, made that mistake once. Just had a church reading for my mom. She asked me to have one every now and then for her. And I went for communion and I put it in my mouth and I was like going back to pray. And I was like, holy crap, this might have wheat in it. It was like, oops. <laughs> and I, while, while I was doing it, I was thinking, oh man, I do not know if I'm going to hell for this, but can I just mm. the <laughs> Oh man. Yeah. Embarrassing moment. Hey, but hey, I admit to mine. <laughs> like, mm, wait a minute. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't be doing that. So yeah. Wab Canoe. Great guy. The kids know. Yes. The kids know what's right, what's wrong. And that brings me to, because this is knowing what's right and what's wrong and showing a member of the NDP who knows what's right. And what's wrong and acts according to it brings us once again to the current version of the federal NDP. With which I have what's the word up issues? Yeah. And the latest thing that they've I, done. I'm trying to maintain it, trying to keep a trying to keep a lid on my seething rage this morning. Yeah. I'm yeah. I'm the same way. Actually, you know what? It it, it was yesterday. My Doubles curling partner came to pick me up and said, how are you? And I said, do you want the honest answer or do you want the, <laughs> and she goes, we have an honest And I says, says I am freaking livid right now. And I told her about the last three days, right? The tough moment I had about the Muslim Canadians being exploited about Pierre. And then I thought that was going to be okay. And then I saw that slam poetry moment and then heard about the five hockey players that have surrendered themselves. And I thought, and then like literally 30 minutes before I got in the cars, when I saw the Danielle Smith thing, I'm thinking it's like three days in a row, man, I, I just can't because especially as I'm supposed to be going to play curling where I'm supposed to be calm, but <laughs> I could focus on getting a 44 pound piece of granite on one little spot, 120 feet away. 
by the way, we played that match yesterday again against the number two team in our division. And we came down from zero to four to tie it up with four, four at one point. I just like, you know what? I'm doing this for the kids. Target practice. Boom. Boom. I tell you, maybe I should have been a mark. I've never held a gun in my life, except for at the fair where you had to shoot that little star out of the thing to try and win a prize. Maybe I'm more of a marksman than I actually think I am. Kid Hugh. <laughs> Let me. <laughs> we might have to talk just like this because there's a reason they didn't give the gays the guns. We tend to be overachievers. Saying. <laughs> All right. Put this one up. Just a moment, sir. So we have a moment with this man that I am growing in an incredible amount of respect for. Sean Fraser. <laughs> and he was testifying in committee. Now, it's only a couple of seconds, 20 seconds, mm -hmm. but they take 20 seconds out of his testimony and the NDP frames it as Justin Trudeau's liberal housing minister accidentally told the truth. Those who created this mess can't be trusted to fix it. Now, listen to this and you tell me if you think this is accidentally. To your opening point, I should say no party is without sin when it comes to a failure to invest in affordable housing. For the part of the Liberal Party of Canada, there were years where we formed government where we too didn't invest in affordable housing the way that we ought to have, and we are living with those consequences today. To your opening point, I shouldn't say no. What? Oh, stop. Stop. For those who are listening to that, the was an image in color going to black and white with the tagline, those who created this mess can't be trusted to fix it. Did that sound accidental? No. To you. It's like, bro, why are you drawing? I, here, I figured it out. Here's why he's drawing from the conservative playbook. Because the cons messaging works. So he's going to do the same thing. Except the thing is, you're pouring gasoline on the fire, dude. You're not putting the fire out. You are making a bigger problem and you are dividing your own party at the same time. Because I know people who have been lifelong dippers who are like, I got to vote liberal in the next election because I don't like what this man is doing. And, and, and this is the thing. It's a strategic vote because I always say, vote for the best representative in your riding, whomever that party may be. Now, admittedly, if the best representative in my riding was a conservative, I'm sorry, I cannot vote for them this time. I can't. I, I cannot because of their leader. Mm. I, it would be a strategic vote. Who I'm voting for, I don't know. That's a year and a half away. Mm -hmm. I don't even know who my representative will be if my current MP, Yasser Nakfi, who is a liberal member of the Liberal Party, is going to be running in the next election. I don't know. He may step down, he may move aside, he may go to private. I don't know. So who do I vote for in the next election? I honestly, until we get close to election time and I've had a chance to see what each member of Green, NDP, or Liberal, or maybe even an Independent, but doubtful. But Conservatives won't be getting my vote until there's actually a progressive Conservative Party in this country again. Because I'm not voting for the Reformers. It's not happening. And I have voted for progressive conservative candidates in the past. So whenever somebody says, you're just a liberal cock soy boy, I'm allergic to soy. And no, 
I don't belong to any party and I never will. I will vote for the best member in my riding. Again, eliminating the conservatives because of the fact that they're not conservatives. They are conservative in name only. They are the reform party. They are run by right-wing Christian evangelicals, the, who, who are the, the antithesis of what Christianity is supposed to be. On a side note, because you mentioned Yasser Nakli, who ran for the Ontario liberal leadership, Nate Erskine-Smith, who also ran for the Ontario liberal leadership, announced uh, a couple of weeks ago, quote, I will forever be thankful. I will be forever thankful to everyone who put their trust in me and helped to make change with me. As he announced, he will not be seeking re-election in the next federal election. Oh, okay. So Yasser is stepping down. No, not Yasser. Oh, Nate. Nate. Oh, wow. That's a, that's too bad. He will not be running and he has not said whether or not he would be running provincially, mm -hmm. but he says he plans to stay on oh, as MP until the next federal election. He didn't indicate what he plans to do after quote. I'm not sure what the future holds for me beyond that. And I'll be looking for new opportunities to make a difference. I'm not sure if that, because again, is he the type of person that would run behind Bonnie Crombie? I don't know. I don't know. But he does have a private member's bill. He did have a private member's bill that sought to set new guidelines for police and prosecutors when dealing with cases of drug possession with the goal of diverting people away from the courts and towards the healthcare system. And that bill was later incorporated into a government legislation that became law in 2022. That happens sometimes with private member's bills. If it's a really good idea, they take it out or take it away as a private member's bill and they just incorporate the clauses into other broader legislation. He also said, I wouldn't trade the last 10 years for anything else. It can feel a bit like pushing boulders up hills, but I've also had my share of success in shaping policies and making a difference. That was just a little aside because you mentioned Yasser Nakvi and that just popped into my head that I had read that and I hadn't mentioned it. But back to the NDP and it's what you said, Mr. Grizzly. It is particularly duplicitous and shady and base for the NDP to take a moment of refreshing candor and proactive accountability from a political party, which is something we need much more of, particularly in this age of misinformation and disinformation and make a choice because this is a choice to reframe it as a sign that we as Canadians should mistrust. Canadians voted in a minority parliament because they wanted parties to work together. The Liberal Party of Canada and the current Prime Minister, Mr. Singh, agreed to work with you two years ago in friendship after the birth of your first child when you claimed you were worried about where Canada was going and that you should work together to prevent that. And they agreed to share power with the fourth party in parliament, because you're not even the third party anymore. You're the fourth. The conservatives and the bloc both have more seats than do you. And throughout the last two years of this agreement, the liberals have lived up to every single thing. Especially the ones that you tried to take personal credit for on your own. Yes, in the deal. But you repeatedly, as a party, and you as its leader, 
come up to the liberals, shake their hand with one and with the other one, stab them in the front, twist and lift. Over the past few weeks, we have commented about you trying to take full credit for dental and not recognizing the partnership that you have had with the Liberal Party of Canada. We did that, not them. We did that. It's not true. It's a lie. It's not true. And then you have lied to Canadians about below market, 80% of units below market housing that is Indigenous-led and have reframed it as luxury condos for rich people. Front, twist, lift. And now you are taking a moment where the housing minister who is doing a bang out job on a file that is not his because this is not federal purview. This should be provincial. But as Miss Cops told us, we show the clip. And Faye Johnstone mm-hmm. was in the she was on that panel, along with the silent white male, Brian Willie. Who should be silent a, a lot more often, but yeah. it was a great look. Brian Lilly, you two, between them two, just shutting up and being quiet and listen. You need to do more of that. that would, that's your niche. You just sit there and be quiet. Because you've talked enough. Okay? We've I'm, not, I'm not done. I'm oh, not go done. ahead. Oh, go. I'm not done. Sorry, I thought you were done. No, I'm not done. This shade the cops was spitting bars. Telling us that the premiers are the problem. We've been saying that for a long time. Over the last few weeks, you have done these things. And now you're taking a moment where a minister who's doing a job that's not his because people for 20 years have refused to do their job sits in committee and says, under oath, because you're under oath in committee. In Canada, we don't swear people in, but it is assumed that you are under oath. Testifies to the fact that multiple governments, including a government led in the past by the party for which he currently sits, have failed to do their job. Being honest, not trying to spin it, not trying to BS, not trying to say, oh, no, it wasn't us, it was the other people. Saying it clearly, intentionally, honestly. And you're saying, oh, my God, he accidentally let the truth slip out, and this is why you can't trust them because they proactively owned up to what they did, which is what we try to teach our kids. When you screw up, admit it. And then do better. And then do better. This liberals have been honorable every step of the way since March 2022, almost two years when it comes to respecting the confidence and supply agreement. Mm-hmm. And you have done nothing but sh- shit on them. You, sir, and the NDP as a party have lost your way. You have become toxic and you are adopting the CPC playbook. And given the sheer level of political fentanyl being pumped into the public square by the right, 
on a daily basis. It is incomprehensible and should be disqualifying that you are adding to the supply rather than making the case that the CPC is so damn freaking toxic that it deserves to form neither the government nor the opposition. One, what the fuck? And two, sir, respectfully, ew. It looks like we've lost Mr. Beaver. He's frozen. I'm going to pull him off camera there so they don't meme the hell out of it. One second here while I clear my throat. Jug me, we've met a couple of times. You're a very warm and charming individual. And I like you. I do. I really do like you. But I do have an issue with your current messaging. And the, the issue is this. Why are you pulling from the CPC playbook? This is not what your party ever stood for. And this is not what your members and supporters and voters want. I'm telling you this. You have a, an agreement with the current federal government, and yet, what are you doing? You're cutting off your nose to spite your face? Bro, come on the show. Tell us why your messaging is going super negative, why you are lying to us. Because you're lying to us. We got the dental program. No, you didn't. You did it in collaboration with the sitting government. You know this. Stop lying. I like you. I do. But the lies, the messaging, this is turning people away from your party. I understand you're trying to bring in the progressives from the conservative side, but that's not the way to do it, man. You're going about it all wrong. Going negative hasn't won an election in Canada. Don't believe me? How many times has Justin Trudeau won? How many times has the Liberal government won? Going positive. Sunny ways. You're going about it all wrong, dude. All wrong. And it's not cool. Please. If there's a prominent member of the NDP caucus, if there's a prominent member of the party, and I do know a couple of people within that party who I can reach out to and say, get them on the show. We want to have a talk to them. Are we going to do gotcha stuff? No. We're going to ask you some straight goods questions. Why did you lie about this? And if you omit something, that's lying too. Check your camera feed there, sure. Yeah, you're good. You're good. You're back. I particularly like the gray streak. That's badass, bro. He's trying to get his sound back. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, I, I really would love to have Jugmeat come on the show and have a one-on, a two-on-one, if you will. The three of us would sit and have a chat. I want to know why you continue to push this negative narrative, why you continue to lie to us, why you continue to lie by omission, why you continue to cut up videos to make it suitable to, to frame something in a negative narrative when we damn well know it's not true. Why are you treating us like we're stupid? We're paying attention. Why are you treating your members like they're stupid? And you're losing party members, lifelong NDP supporters, 
Ed Broadbent style NDP supporters are leaving the party. Now they may still have their membership, but a lot of them are voting liberal in the next election. Period. Broadbent's spinning in his grave and the body isn't even cold yet. Exactly. He was my mentor. Why are you doing that? Behave like he would. Charlie Angus? Yeah, we could probably get Charlie Angus on the show. We should reach out to him. Oh, Charlie Angus had a good one the other day in the House of Commons. I think he asked Pierre Polyep, is that a Neville Chamberlain haircut? Somebody on Twitter said those of us who are under history nerds particularly love that. <laughs> oh, man. Do we have a couple more moments, Mr. Grizzly, or is our time up? We've got about five minutes, sir. Does that include the wrap-up or five minutes of that? Five minutes in total. Oh, in total. So okay, we, we don't have time. probably to start do. wrapping it up. Yeah. We should, okay, then let's wrap up. Oh, we have a guest um, tomorrow, too. Pardon? We have a guest tomorrow. Do? Yeah, I sent you, I sent you a DM on, on the Twitter. I guess you didn't see it. Nope, not yet. JB, Sheep King JB is going to be on. JB PolySci is going to be on tomorrow. Okay. You know who he is. Don't worry. Uh, it'll be good. Not off the top of my head. I'm sorry. It's fine. Don't worry. Don't worry. Uh, JB probably... is going to join us tomorrow morning. Okay. I actually, was it my personal feed or the show feed? True Eager yeah. feed. Oh. I don't think I have it yet. There's a thread in there. Oh, there we go. Okay. Yes. JB Paul said, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. See? I yes. Yeah. I, yeah. I didn't recognize the name, but yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it was a comment I made the other day on something. He said, I'd love to come on your show and talk about Paul i F. I'm like, how about Friday morning at 7 a.m.? He's like, I'll get up early. Let's do it. So JB will right. join us tomorrow. Fantastic. Oh, that's going to be good. Oh, yeah, I know. Good get, Mr. Grizzly. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Linda M. here has, and that's why my, my, my feelings about Charlie Angus are a little wishy-washy. I think deep down he's a good man. I think sometimes he gets a little off track. I think one of the things that you need to address in politics is going negative seldom works out in your favor long term. You can't build yourself up if you're cutting somebody else down. I truly believe that. You shouldn't be cutting others down. And look, I'm not running for politics, so I'll sit here and cut down Polyev all day long. And when I cut him down, I'm doing it on what he said, done, and voted on. Not making stuff up. Okay? It's his record. It's what he said. It's what he's done. It's how he's voted every single time. So I'm going to cut him down for those things. I have no idea what he's like as a man, as a person, as a human being outside of politics. I actually don't think he has a life outside of politics, but that only comes from people I know who went to high school and university with him. Who said he's exactly the same. There's no difference. There's no political Pierre and personal Pierre. It's the mm-hmm. same guy at all times. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't surprise me. It's his entire identity. And for someone for, for whom who that's, that thing is his entire identity, that he's so inauthentic is actually quite surprising. Yeah. I guess, again, I'm still convinced that the, about the only thing that's authentic is the dickishness. I think it's because he's so far in the closet, but that's just... Yeah, repression does make people do weird shit. Keep on saying it. Now, uh, am I floating a rumor there? Maybe well, that's unfair of me to do that, but... Technically, it is a rumor, but... 
let's just say it's a rumor that is circulating a lot and with a whole bunch of different tales, some of them that involve some behavior that mm -hmm. is quite frightening. Yes. But I am not able to confirm. David Wallace would probably say it and wouldn't be able to, wouldn't have two Fs to give about it. Mm -hmm. But again, we are not journalists, so we have no way to confirm. So it's just, so we can't say it or share it. But uh, we can just, just say, say that if the word on the tweet is true, this is not a good person. No. In any way, shape, or form. And I'm sorry if I'm being cryptic, but. There's a standard when it comes to stories and rumors and word on the tweet and whatnot. And there are things that, you know, if I have not been able to see it, verify it, look at it, hear more than one source say it, I can't. Mm. I just can't. Hey, Jen, are you okay? I hope oh. everything's all right. Oh, my. Yeah. Jeez. Fainted in the kitchen. If you need some help, let us know. My word. All right. Uh, Kiss and Cubs. That's the end of this episode of the Daily Beaver Morning Show. We hope that you love listening to us because we love making this for you. Just remember saving my fire because too much fire in one week is. I got to manage my own mental and emotional health too. <laughs> remember sharing is caring. So please tell your peeps and poops all about us. Because we love it when you do. Let's see what else do we have. Because democracy is something. Oh no. Sorry. If you don't want to miss an episode. And you don't have to. Thanks to the right girl. Please scan the QR code. Uh, that Mr. Grizzly will certainly put up. And that will appear uh, below my chin. And that will bring you to our pod page. That's podpage.com. Slash the true north eager beaver. Lowercase letters. With a hyphen between each one of the words. And. If you click subscribe there, when we have something fresh off the bandwidth, it will come directly to you. And that way you don't have to miss an episode. Oh, you can have us in your living room or in your bedroom, or wherever it is that you listen to us in the car, whenever you want. By the way, the Ray girl reached out to me yesterday and said she's happy to sponsor us again next year on the pod page. Yeah, she's like, she says it'd be, it'd be my honor. I'm like, okay, fantastic. I'll let you know. I'm not sure when our, our current, when it's up for renewal, but uh, I'll reach out to her and let her know. She'll, she's happy to sponsor our pod page again for another year. You are so damn good to us. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, my word. Because it's not only does she sponsor mm -hmm. pod page, but in addition to sponsoring the pod page, she regularly sends us tips. And then other things as well. I think it's good runneth over. To, to sponsor the pod page is, I, uh, let's just say we're very grateful and thankful. Ms. Shadika, Shadika, sorry, Ms. Shadika was asking how much it is to sponsor. That, I, I don't know. We'd, we'd have to ask the Ray girl if she'd give us permission to share the amount. Yes, yeah, exactly. Um, but it is not negligible. It's exactly. Trust me, when, I, when she offered to sponsor last year, I was happy to accept because I was in no position to do it. And it, every time I turn around, there's more money I'm spending out on more stuff. And I don't want to buy, I think I'm fully equipped now. I don't think there's anything else to buy other than one more light stand. And then I'm good. I'm not going to cry today. All right, stop it. I, <laughs> stop it. I'm a gay man and I love camp and you just like yeah, yeah. set and I just, 
it takes me everything I can not to smash that when you just served it up on a plate. Equipped. Uh, Name of your sex you. tape. <laughs> I'm well equipped. Title of your sex tape. I don't... <laughs> if you would like to. Come on, man. You can't give me one of those. I have to. It's funny. <laughs> if you would like to support us, please go to our True North Eager Beaver Media YouTube page and lick all the buttons. Share, subscribe, make like Kid Elaine. And if you'd like to support us in other ways, the squiggly right above Mr. Grizzly's head brings you to the Eager Beaver Lodge Emergency Hydration Fund on our coffee page. That's coffee, K-O-I-F-N-F-I.com slash Eager Beaver, lowercase letters, all in one word. And that way you can help us bring this show to from the Stocked up. Yay. Happy goat. Please respond this, to our letter. This is the best coffee I've ever had. Colombian pop, papayan. I don't know how papayan? to pronounce it. Papayan. Papayan. Chocolate, nutty, good sweetness, processed, fully washed. It's a medium roast. And oh my God, is it good. The smell alone. Oh, the smell alone. Slightly arousing. And speaking of chocolate, nutty, good sweetness. Oh, Jesus. I walked into that. You're just handing them to me. Yeah. You are just, and this show does contain nuts. That's right. called a softball right over the plate, my friends. Grand slam home run. <laughs> From the Beaver Lodge, this is your eager beaver. You know what? I needed these laughs. Oh, please. And yes, the ASMR uh, squiggly right above Mr. Grizzly's head, please. If you're, if you're so If this week has been a lot. Yeah. Monday, I, I, I fell asleep early. I didn't have a chance to get to it. And then when I tried to do it on Tuesday, I, I neglected to check the schedule and the network slots were booked. I could have gone live on another channel, but the idea is to really promote it on as many spaces as possible. So the plan is to do it this evening because let me just double check the schedule. I'm pretty sure there's an opening this evening. What is today's date? Oh, we're That's in February. First, shit. February 1st. Oh, shit. I got to pay the rent. No, there, there's, sorry, it's booked tonight. It's booked tonight. So I might be able to do it on uh, a little bit earlier. It's booked from 6.30 So maybe I'll go a little bit earlier. What? I need to get a frame of that one. I've got to bring the rent. I couldn't even see it because uh, I was looking ah, at the schedule. Ah, 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 lovely. Oh, man. All right. I think we did the coffee. Yeah, we did everything. From the Beaver Lodge, this is your eager beaver saying, it could be a tough world out there, so please be kind to and gentle with yourself. Mr. Grizzly, some words of wisdom, please. Take a deep breath. Hold it in for a few seconds. Let it out. Do that ten times in a row if you're feeling the slightest bit anxious. You'll find that doing that releases GABA. GABA is a chemical in your brain that's stored, and when it needs to, it just releases itself. Or as my doctor explained to me, each time you take a deep breath, inhale and exhale, the GABA just goes squirt, squirt. Oh, come on. I did that intentionally. <laughs> that is what my doctor told me. And what it does is it brings a sense of calming peace about you. So if you are having an anxiety issue or attack, or if you're feeling like the world is, the weight of the world is on your shoulders and it's weighing down heavy on you, 10 to 12, and I'm not talking hyperventilation, it's breathe in. Hold it for five seconds and then breathe out in through the nose, out through the mouth, and then vice versa. And it will calm you down. It will make you feel better. 
and then you can approach whatever problem it is you're facing head on. Oh, Kit James, I like that. Be gentle with yourself to Kit Jen, J-E-N-T-L-E. I love that. I think I'm going to adopt that. Yes. So thank you, Kendra, for reminding me it's St. Bridget's Day. My partner, Bridget, loves St. Bridget Day. Ah, lovely. Happy name day. The feast feast of, feast day of St. Bridget. And St. Bridget is the patron saint of about a hundred different things, but one of my favorite is brewers. She's the patron saint of brewers. Oh, come on. Tell me you have not met the woman of your dreams. (laughs) There you go. Like this in a Romanian Orthodox cultures that they actually have name day. Because if you're named for a saint, so you celebrate it like a birthday almost. Okay, um, we got to go. We gotta so there you go. I All right, Mr. Grizzly, roll the credits, please. You are listening to a True North Eager Beaver Media Incorporated podcast. The True North Eager Beaver podcasts are proudly brought to you by our founding sponsors. The Misfee Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing, your source for science fiction, fantasy, and cozy mysteries featuring a broad diversity of characters. CanadianTarot.com, your uniquely Canadian online eclectic tarot community, and the Peppermaster. Hot pepper sauces made from farm-fresh ingredients to thrill your taste buds and expand your mind. We are grateful to the Cryer Media Network for its support, Pete Jarvis for our artwork, and Paul Joseph Something for our opening and closing sequence music. Just a little quick hello to a kid James's daughter. Said, are you watching the podcast with those men who have a low voice and a high voice? She's a fan. I hope you enjoy the show. (laughs) Have a beaver-frific day, everyone. I'll see you. I'm Matt Kundle, host of the Sound Off Podcast, the show about podcast and broadcast. Since 2016, we've been speaking with amazing people who have populated your ears for decades. Legendary broadcasters, research wizards, talent experts, podcasters, voice talent, almost 400 stories, all for free. Subscribe or follow the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at soundoffpodcast.com. Come on a journey like no other, where you will discover many roads that will lead you to a happier, healthier, and more stress-free life. And the beauty is, you don't need any vacation time for this adventure. The journey will come to you. Join Avery Rich on your very own journey into yoga, Along the way, she will demystify yoga poses and guide you into a yoga posture or short sequence, all in less than 15 minutes. You have nothing to lose but stress. The Journey into Yoga podcast. It's not for people who like yoga. It's for people who don't like yoga. Follow or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at AveryRich.com. I'm Jeff Woods, and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people. He, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. All, we all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all have. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know. And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from JeffWoodsRadio.com.